You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Welcome to Locked and Loaded. I am Roger B. This is America's Web Radio, and we're going to talk about guns and conflict and preparedness and training. And to my right is my special guest host, Victor Armenderes from the On Point with Victor show. I, I'm refusing to leave. That's okay, because I remember you talking about if you stand behind Clinton, I'm thinking, that's fine, but just don't let Clinton stand behind you. <laughs> we do not want Clinton standing behind you. No, no. Uh, you don't want Biden behind you, for that matter, unless you need a good hair sniffing. Yeah. Uh, ma- if you maybe need to know if your hair smells. Want to uh, see if your shampoo's working? Yeah, stand in front of Biden. If, if you want to know if your, your, your body wash is working or if your de- deodorant is all right. <laughs> Stand in front of Biden. <laughs> He'll let you know. Oh, poor Biden. Oh, my goodness. Okay, I'm going to start off today with some good news. It's not necessarily gun news, but more preparedness hey, news. Good news is gun news. In gun Beverly news Hills, they had a Trump-slash-America-slash-patriotic rally. Over 400 people showed up to a park in Beverly Hills, peacefully marching from West Hollywood to Beverly Hills. Wow. I know. And they were uh, reciting the Pledge of Allegiance. They were singing pro-American songs. They were waving American flags. Completely peaceful. They were protesting. They were marching to protest against violence and destruction and burning and looting and murdering. Yeah. And the anti-fascist Ameri- anti anti American anti anti American fascist what Antifa whatever they're called Biden voters yeah I don't know and the anti American fascists yeah. that's what I call them because there's no way they're anti fascist the, uh, yeah they're not anti they are the epitome of fascism anti American um, fascists so yes. they're anti American is what they are and the police said there was it was calm it was peaceful and they were having it was organized by. Place called the Walk Away Foundation said the rally is to speak out against destruction of property and lives and the villainization of law enforcement. Demonstrators could be heard reciting the Pledge of Allegiance, chanting USA, and chanting Walk Away. You know, we all know what Walk Away means. It means give up on the Democrats because they're just going off the left wing deep end of God knows where. But anyway, so this is a peaceful protest, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the burn, loot, murder. Anti-American fascists show up to counter-protest. I want to... Ah, this is a counter-offer. <laughs> this is what we lawyers call a counter-offer. Yes, because there's apparently there's a BLM street painting at Hollywood and Highland Miles, if you're on the Beverly Hills scene, but they supposedly fistfights broke out between the two groups. Now, granted... You're thinking, okay, you go to a, a rally, a peaceful protest, and you, you're pretty sure everyone there is feeling the same way. You're not going to have any issues until the burn, loot, murder crowd shows up to decide to let's cause some violence, let's burn something, let's loot something, let's let's start some fights. <laughs> yeah. Now this is crazy because in California there are no, I don't think gun permits are even allowed or extremely rare, so you can't arm yourself necessarily. Mm. But oh, in something yeah. like this, but the politicians can. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we'll that oh, that's, uh, we'll get into that in Chicago in a minute. Yeah. Yes. One individual was sprayed with a substance. You know, who knows what that could have been. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, and after this, of course, the people started fighting and arguing, and, you know, they started trying to disrupt the peaceful demonstration of American patriotism. They want to take a real constitutional right of peaceful assembly and make it into a burn, loot, murder. Anti-American fascist, yes, they all. So then, of course, they had to break it up because the police said they're going to stop the whole thing from going on because it was getting out of hand and they were going to 
stop the the rally from going on. So this reminds me clearly of let's call it um, Nazi Germany, mm. Mussolini's Italy, the brown shirts, the, the black brown shirts. shirts, the black shirts. Anyone who goes to an opposite political rally just to cause trouble and start fights and make them seem like they're violent is exactly what fascists do. Exactly. That's the fascist playbook. It was designed in the in the in the 30s as far as I know and they're still using the same book today. They're the epitome of of fascists and 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 it's it's like I said before Roger if you all you have to do is don't you don't have to look at the history of marxism and communism and socialism look at the tactics of marxism socialism and communism and you will see what the democrats are using today or or antifa yeah. and, and it's sad cuz these guys had a peaceful rally going on there was that singer yeah. from venezuela was there and mm. uh they showed her hugging one of the cops wow because, you know, who would want to hug her? She's really cute. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, it was all peaceful. It was all laughs and smiles. There was no damage going on. And I bet they were even using trash cans. I mean, you know, because they're yeah. trying to – they're protesting against destruction, against right. problems they, like this. I guarantee you they wouldn't have left a mess. Now, if you find yourself at a peaceful rally and all of a sudden BLM protesters break in and start messing around, what do you do? If you're there with your family, I suggest you hightail it out of there as quickly as possible and avoid conflict. Well, I have an idea. I think if – let's say that we go to a peaceful protest. Um, let's say we're going and we're standing up for America. I think we should arm ourselves with tranquilizers. And when, when Burn Loop Murder shows up and Antifa shows up and they, they start throwing rocks at us and they, you know, they make the first move, they, they get aggressive, then we simply end it by deploying a few tranquilizers. I mean, I, I, we could drop them really, and, and they'll just wake up later. Or just you know. ta- tag them with a tag for the police to come pick them up and, and charge them with go. a crime. This right. guy was this, yep. violating civil rights. This guy was uh, yeah. assaulting people with, with yep. deadly weapons. You know, just. I, Tag them. I'm dead serious. <laughs> With a low dose of horse tranquilizer, you can drop somebody at the prick of a pin, and, yeah. and we can. And, and when they throw a mazel cocktail at you, you just drop them with a tranquilizer. Put a little note. This douchebag tried to hit me with a brick. This douche tried to hit me with a rock. This douche tried to shoot me. This douche tried to put me on fire. Because yeah. it's it's a delicate and situation. Because be you can't use deadly force. It's not deadly force. Uh, no, no, I understand that, <laughs> but you have to be careful about using deadly force in a situation like that. Because right. Which is why I'm promoting tranquilizers. Of course. Then again, so when you throw a big enough rock at somebody, that can be considered a deadly weapon. All right. But if you got to consider, would a jury consider that or not? Well, again, it, you, who's throwing the rocks? This is Antifa and say, I am just merely saying, uh, giving an, a way to peacefully put down yes. the rioters, the, the burn loot murder, the Antifa, when they come after you. I'm giving you a peaceful way to drop them right where they stand. Yeah. There was a question posed today on one of the um, a healthy way. One of the sites I follow, they said, "Okay, the burn loot murder crowd comes into your neighborhood. They're chanting, they're yelling, they're yelling through bull bullhorns. Someone throws a Molotov cocktail in your neighbor's driveway. It explodes there and starts burning. You know, burning on the driveway. What do you do? How would you prepare for that? First of all, I'm thinking, well, depending on the neighbor." I'll decide whether or not to grab my fire extinguisher. (laughs) But other than that, I'd say you just hunker down in your house, maybe grab something, get prepared just in case they do decide to march up your driveway or throw something at your house. 
Because, I mean, at what point is it considered well, deadly force? If they try and set your house on fire with that, you in it, yeah, now see, that's I would a, consider that That a is a whole attack. different story. When when they If they ever move to the suburbs, well, well, we already see examples, Roger. There's video, and anyone can go look it up, of Antifa and BLM outside somebody's apartment building screaming at some people on their balcony, telling them, come down here, come down here. Black people used to own that. Right, and, and right. They're, and they're, so they're threatening homeowners. They're threatening apartment dwellers. So if but, they yeah. get to the point where they come over and they're – I mean, that's And the police are, not, are not charging people with verbal abuse, though, yet. I mean, even well, though they're terroristic threats, they're not right. charging them with it. Well, what I'm saying is they've already started. And, and if they're starting to, to verbally abuse outside of someone's home, what happens next? How far will they go? Do What's they, the next step? Yeah, are they going to throw the model to the cocktail through your window of your home? That is a deadly threat. That's an attempted murder. There, uh, and and at that point, I, I'm Unleash saying hell. you need to be you need to be prepared. <laughs> Whether you're prepared with armament, as we are in some great states, um, yeah, there are some states that do not allow body armor. <laughs> yeah, well, you need to be prepared. And whether it's you, you know uh, of the lead variety, the paintball variety, the tranquilizer variety, you're going to have to fight. Some sort of yeah, yeah non deadly force. There, there is no flight. If you flight flee from your house, you're going to lose your house. So yeah. at some point we have to stand up, and, and that's we're not going to be, be able prepared. To like I say, yeah. I have a fire extinguisher, two of them on every level of my house because yeah. I, you know, I I want to be prepared. This is right. the kind of thing. Are you prepared in case this happens to you? Do you have more than one fire extinguisher mm-hmm. in your house if they do start trying yeah, to set it on fire? Yeah, because you're going to need you it. Stop it from burning your house down. <laughs> your water hose isn't going to do the trick. <laughs> well, you know, on the driveway maybe it would. <laughs> yeah, but well, then, but then you have to be inside out the house. If they throw them inside gotta, the yeah, house. In, though, that's what I'm saying because oh, they, they they aim for windows. <clears throat> they oh, try yeah. and throw things through windows, and and you don't have time to board your windows up. So you yeah, better have some fire extinguishers on hand. Yeah, a lot of these are spontaneous events. And and designate in your home. Who's going to grab the fire extinguisher? Who's going to put down the fire while you put down suppress fire <laughs> at the agitators, at the people who are the, at the, the, attackers. the attackers? That's right. Yeah, and I and you know it's we laugh, but I'm dead serious. Oh yeah, I mean if it came I mean, down to it, I mean you have to consider these possibilities. I mean most mm-hmm. people think, oh, it's you know it happens in big cities, it happens in other places, it doesn't happen here. It's right. not something we ever have to worry about if we're in a small town. Mm-hmm. But apparently, yeah, they keep saying. They they keep saying they're going to come to these small towns, and a, lot, yeah, and a, f- well. a couple of times they have. And a lot of these small towns have stood up and yeah. gathered numbers and, much yeah. greater than them mm-hmm. and held them at bay and said, if you uh, do anything violent or anything out of a peaceful protest realm, we're going to put you down right here and now. Right you're going to get arrested. Right you're going now. to jail right here and now. And something we're tells me that tolerate that. If they do start moving to the suburbs, I got a feeling it's going to be the suburbs of Portland or, or some massive blue city like New York, uh, and Chicago. I think so. Uh, that However, that would be the place. But apparently and, this weekend in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Yeah, look at that. But Wisconsin is is run by Democrats also. Right, but well, it doesn't still, surprise I mean, me. You but think Kenosha is a hot look, spot of yeah. liberal craziness. And look what they're doing. They're burning that city that little town is on fire literally yeah and they, they don't even have the dinosaur facts. they damage the library a church even a post and office a, and, and a car dealership that's right i saw and that. this car like dealership cars and this there. and this is tell me this isn't poetic the dealership on their sign didn't have buy a car today get one free it trump didn't 2020 have, it didn't have trump 2020 it didn't have uh buy one get your second 50 percent off 
It didn't have employee discount for everyone. No, it had Black Lives Matters, and that's the car dealership. And go look at that car to dealership ground. today. Yep. It is in ashes. Yeah, they, they burned every. They burned I saw the aerial view of that. Yeah. every car in the barn burned it down. Uh, that's insane. Burned it down. So, so uh, don't think just because you have a yard team. sign that they're going to not yeah. come after you. Yeah. You think your yard <clears throat> sign that says Black Lives Matter is going to stop burn, loot, murder from coming to your home? Please. Not a chance. They're going to look at your home and go, well, clearly they don't have a gun yeah. because they're probably <laughs> Democrat. And they're going to go right to you. They're not going to choose a home like mine or Roger's first. <laughs> I well, I mean, would they know? That. That's the thing. I mean, they're, they're not going to know. I wouldn't advertise uh, that I have weapons. I don't advertise it either. But The nah, one or two can, that survived the boating can, accident. Yeah. You can... <laughs> I can, I, I just I, I it's it's funny but um, you know when, if they ever do come out to places like where where we live in in red suburbs then they're in for a rude awakening. Now that's something that I was going to uh, consider too is um, our neighborhood has a little monthly cookout thing they do and I was going to start asking some of the neighbors if they have a plan. Yeah. If protesters were to come into our actual neighborhood do any of the neighbors have any kind of plan? Would they plan on getting mm-hmm. together? Would they try and hold them at bay? Would they try and repel them out of the neighborhood? Or would they just kind of everybody sit in their own house and wait for something to happen? Oh, or would I, they hope they'd pass through peacefully mm-hmm. without causing a disturbance? Well, I guarantee you there'd be probably a couple in every neighborhood that thinks, so. Oh, well, we're, we're going to be the, uh, what do you call them, peaceful, nonviolent. Meditating, uh, tree-hugging. Meditating, tree-hugging. Vegetarian, yeah, vegan. There's going to be a few of those. <laughs> and then they're looking for help. Help. Yeah, with uh, um, knowing if if they you know. know, it's not a bad idea to get within your neighborhood and be be prepared as For be prepared individually first, right, and then be prepared as a community. There, there's nothing wrong. That, that's just smart. Yeah, I mean, have somebody available if you're not home. Have somebody who's willing to stand up and protect your property as right. well, yeah. as if it's their own. I mean, until I get my um, RoboCop 2000 who can <laughs> man the house while I'm gone, then yes, we need neighborly help. That's right. <laughs> But I wonder, that would be something to consider. If you're in a HOA or you're in a, a big neighborhood with a, an active community there, talk to some neighbors and try and – first got to figure out who might be like-minded. Because mm-hmm. you're going to have some people go, oh, they would never come here. I have a Black Lives Matter sign in my yard. Oh, yeah, you're going to have the pacifists who think their sign is, gonna is be going to, to be them. enough to prevent them. They wouldn't they're, bother they're us. Gonna, they're going to be the first targets. We're with them. Well, we believe everything mm-hmm. they believe. They wouldn't bother us. Yep. And then you're going to have the other you know, the other neighbors who know, yeah, even though I'm going to hope for the best, I'm going to prepare, prepare for, the worst. for the worst. Absolutely. And people close by should get together and have a plan just in case. Can and they keep people. You know, I imagine if these, I, I keep air quoting, peaceful protesters. Peaceful, yeah. Because you know they're not. But if they come to a neighborhood, would they start turning up a street if there was six or ten or twenty guys standing there holding weapons, not necessarily pointed, but holding weapons, right. saying, you, the street's closed right now. You need to go another way. <laughs> would well, they avoid the confrontation, or would they just get in there and start screaming at faces, start egging somebody on to try to I, get shot look most of these people are like uh they're like a house built on toothpicks they're going to crumble at the first sight of resistance now that's something um, where i think rubber bullets or beanbags i I'm, yeah. i haven't looked into yeah. those yet yeah but that would be a very a, good way a good first way to give the warning fire the warning look i love beanbag beanbag loads for shotguns <laughs> love them and and that's a good thing to have because if somebody 
is out off of your property and threatening you, you can just stand there and say, "Hey, please pass my home. You don't. We don't want trouble you, here. You don't want. You don't want to make you, me angry, right? You don't. You won't <laughs> like me when I'm angry. And then when they step foot on your property, then then that's it. They've foregone their rights once they try and trample on yours. Yeah. And when they get on your property, then it's not a bad idea to take that first line of beanbag. You know, give a warning. No, you need to leave now, or I will fire. Yeah. And then at the bag, and aim, I highly recommend <laughs> yeah. aiming for the crotch. Aim for the crotch, <laughs> absolutely. Aim for aim for the crotch of the ribs, and you hit them with a beanbag. And then if they still have the audacity to get up <laughs> and come forward even closer to your home with a or if any of their other compatriots or, or, decide they're going to be brave too, right? Then they'll you probably switch. rethink that. Yeah. I would think an armed think line would probably stop people from coming into a street anyway. I'm I'm telling you, they'll crumble at the first sight of resistance. They, it's they, like with the McCloskeys. Yeah. You know, the fact that they had those guns there might no, have kept stopped. their property from being damaged. There's no question. Just listening to they were being threatened. They were being, and I'm amazed. It just kills me that the media continues to lie. The Democrats continue to lie and say that it was a peaceful protest. It was not a peaceful protest. Those people broke into the neighborhood. They broke a steel into gate to get the into a private neighborhood to. Walk, and, to and protest yeah, on a privately on, maintained and, and, and constructed street. street. This was not a public road. No, it was not a public road. And then they stood in front of the house and started saying, we're going to take your home, we're going to burn your home, we're going to kill your pets. Those are threats. And I'm sorry, yeah. if you threaten to kill my dog, you might as well be threatening to kill a family member of mine. You're going to make John, the John fly. Wick look like a Disney film. Exactly. <laughs> <You're right>. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember, that whole thing started with one killing of one dog. One dog. <clears throat> and that's about where I stand on that. I yeah. oh my god, you mess with my dog. Yeah, I am. My dog is a member of my family. That's and you right. Threaten the dog, you're threatening me. That's right, and, and that uh, will not happen. And, that will not stand. It's not going to stand. And that's what they did to the McCloskeys. And the Democrats are beside themselves because the McCloskeys are speaking at the Republican convention. Okay, we're going to have to. Oh, wait a second. I got a question for. Oh, good for you all. Let's see. You said you had a couple of dogs. That are, I have a dog. Yeah. A dog. Is it a Brazil or a Pelosi? <laughs> ah. It is neither one of those. <laughs> I have a fine-looking dog. <laughs> How dare you compare a dog to those disgusting cr- creatures? <laughs> That's an insult to dogs. That's an insult to dogs everywhere. <laughs> Well, is it a female dog? It could be a Brazilian. Well, this is true, um, and I'm not going to say that word. <laughs> but yes, I know exactly where you're going. And on that note, <laughs> we're going to go to a break. Are we ready for a break? Want to give your family or loved one the perfect gift? Then go online and check out the TornadoBodyDryer.com. I love mine and the warm heat air massage it gives me after my shower. The Tornado Body Dryer is super. You'll love it and you'll love having one in your shower. This is David Donaldson with the Atlanta Healing Center, conveniently located in Lawrenceville, Georgia. At AHC, your success is our goal. Addiction recovery is about more than just not using. It's about becoming a whole person and addressing all aspects of your physical, psychological, and social needs. Please call us at 770-696-9862, or you can reach us on the web at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com.
This is America's Web Radio. Would you like to have a show, talk about your business, or express your opinion on America's Web Radio? Just email gm at americaswebradio.com and we'll get back to you. Thank you. Hello, everybody. I'm Roger B. You're listening to Locked and Loaded, and you're listening on America's Web Radio. And to my right, special co-host today, Victor Armanderes from On Point with Victor. Guns, guns, guns. What, That's right. I mean. Guns, preparedness, <laughs> attacks, <laughs> defense. There's nothing better to talk about. I mean, I mean, my weapon. I none of it. my weapons are assault weapons. They're all defense oh, weapons. All defense weapons. I'm I not going to shoot any. I'm not going I, on the attack. I have small defense weapons, medium defense weapons, large defense weapons. Well, yeah, we were talking yeah. about dogs before we left. I mean, who would, yeah. who would not defend their dog as if as if it was yeah. a family member? Right. That is crazy. Right. Everybody would, I think. Even, I would think. I mean, cats on the other hand, I don't know. They pretty I, much fend for themselves anyway. Yeah, they're right. But a but cat would, would run away. You would think even even the leftists would defend their their dogs or pets because I mean they They're pussy cats right. <laughs> I mean, I'm, we're talking about. <laughs> uh, I'm not even going to go down that rabbit yeah, hole. Yeah, don't don't go down that road. So I shouldn't have even opened that door. <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll, we will let that, as they say. Ooh, I'm going to come up with a sports analogy. As they say in golf, we're going to let that lie. Okay, I think I got that right. I thought they let let sleeping dogs lie. Something like that. Cats, you just don't do anything you don't to do them because they, yeah. they own yeah. you. Come on, cats are useless. Sorry, cat owners. <laughs> well, well, I'm sure they're fuzzy except, and warm. And except for the ones that taste like chicken. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's <laughs> cat, the other white meat. <laughs> the other white meat. <laughs> oh, no. Anyway, yeah, we let the emails fly. Let the emails fly. Roger at americaswebradio.com. <laughs> Throw me under the cat bus. <laughs> Just because I own that book, 101 Things to Do with a Dead Cat, does not mean I don't like cats. (laughs) Oh, man. No, but anyway, so in Kenosha, this little town of Wisconsin, Mm. there was was a shooting that is still in question. And I honestly think it was something was not right there. They shot a guy seven times in the back. But he's not dead. <laughs> he's not dead. Now, I will say it, it is is pretty amazing that, that uh, he's alive. Something either marksmanship or his durability. Yeah. I don't know which. I'm glad he survived, and I and I hope to get to the bottom of this. But they burned that town down without knowing the facts. And the, our own media is only showing part of the video. It took a foreign media outlet this morning to play the entire video. And and you cannot make a judgment on this case until you watch the whole video, and then you need to know the background of the uh, the perpetrator. The perpetrator. Well, you know. So, uh, if I might add in my two cents worth here, we'll I've take told, six cents. We'll take two and a half. I've told Roger over and over and over again, those rubber bullets just don't penetrate like a hollow <laughs> point. No, That's no, they right. don't. But apparently, I mean, for, there's still information being strewn everywhere as far as, you know, what he did, if he had a weapon. He supposedly had a warrant out for his arrest for something, for some other yeah. and then, charge. And there was a fight. There was a struggle. And then he went back to the car when he was told not to. And he opened the door, even though he told him, he, don't open the door, right. don't go back in the car. And he is known. Supposedly, he said, "I weapons. have a gun in the car. I'm going to get my gun." And then they well, shot him. He's also known all the way back to 2015 to have uh, weapons on his weapons person, chart, weapons yeah. on his car, illegal weapons. So, and you got to understand, ladies and gentlemen, I don't care how much you think you hate the cops. 
a police, their job is to go home to their families. And if you haven't been in a situation where you've been in a fight with a perp, that perp is trying to get the best of you, and then that perp who you known is a it has a warrant out or had a warrant out, you know he has a history of weapons in the car. That perp goes to the car. It's you or them. That goes through the mind of a cop. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. And is seven shots to the back right? No, probably not. But this guy isn't an innocent bystander. No, he was not somebody who's um, just out for an evening jog and exactly. He's not an blasted. innocent bystander. He doesn't warrant burning down a town. The child who was riding his bicycle, who got shot in the head, that is an innocent bystander. Right. That, you didn't yeah, hear. No from that. You didn't hear the media talk about it. They tried to bury the story. There was no protest or anything. No burning down of a neighborhood. And this man well, walked up to this kid and shot. People don't burn their own neighborhood exactly. or something like that. It's not going to fix yeah. anything. Right. Exactly. Which is what I'm saying. So, but right now, and that's what I'm saying. You need to be prepared, not just for calm, rational probable circumstances, mm-hmm. you need to be prepared for the unforeseen circumstances, uh, yeah. the crazy stuff, the off-the-wall nuts, I never thought this would ever oh, happen in my state stuff. And let me tell you, no matter how prepared you are, you're never prepared for what's actually going to happen. Right. And that's the thing. All you can do is train and yeah. train the best you can mm-hmm. and uh, figure you know, figure I mean, stuff out. Oh, speaking of training. Oh, uh, yes. Let's okay, we're going to get to this. This is a good one. Okay. <laughs> so, there are lots of training centers, places that, you know, provide weapons training and gun training. And a lot of times, I don't know if any of you have done this, it's they make it like a scenario. Mm-hmm. Like, there's one I went to where you break out, they have a door sitting in a door frame, you bust the door open, and there's a room there with some people in it, and you have to decide who are the bad guys, who are the good guys. Yes. You know, there's one where you're shooting through a windshield, like we're sitting in a car, we're shooting through awesome. the windshield out. And so, there's this Texas company. Texas, of course, in uh, Pleasanton, course. Texas. Yeah, it's pleasant there. They're a training company, our Reality Defense. Okay, mm. so they're coming up. So they're trying to come up with a fall training lineup, and they're consulting, they're talking, and some guy says, I have an idea. Let's do Escape from Portland. <laughs> 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 so they're oh, apparently putting like this it. together to prepare individuals and organizations not only to survive but to win in a violent encounter should it occur. So what exactly does the team have planned escape from Portland? <laughs> yeah, so it's like, you know, it's going to be a fun event they said, you know, there's going to be 5 people on a team. And each team, you know, they'll have they have a huge range there, 500-yard rifle range, all kinds of, you know, broken down cars sitting in their fac- on their training grounds and stuff. This is great. We so, have got to book a trip to, what was this, Pleasantville? Pleasanton. Pleasanton. Pleasanton, Texas. No wonder it's called Pleasanton. Yeah, I know. I everybody's mean, armed, so everybody's polite. You can't get any more pleasant than an armed society. <laughs> but if I were to guess, they probably charge for this. Experience. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, sure they a place do. that you can go, and they won't charge for it. Somalia? <laughs> it's called Portland? Survival, Escape, and Evasion, and it's in the Army. Ah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Again, it's Survival, Escape, you, and Evasion. Not Army. only do you not have to pay for it, you get paid. You yep. get paid. Man. And, and for four years. Find, you can find out what waterboarding is like <laughs> if you get caught. Yeah. If you don't survive and escape. <laughs> Folks, if you haven't tried waterboarding, try it. Get it on, do it on yourself. Get a waterboarding <laughs> instructor. <laughs> and, yeah, you should know what it feels like. Be prepared. 
Be prepared. But so what they normally do at this place is they run what they call a three-gun competition, which is rifle, pistol, shotgun. Now they're trying to turn it into a five-gun or five-weapon contest. So each member of a five-man team will be assigned one weapon, an AR-15, a pistol, a revolver, a shotgun, and a crossbow. (laughs) (laughs) So they have to run a timed course of fire through junk cars and burning debris to help their team accomplish their goal, escape from Portland. (laughs) (laughs) This is great. And next, the movie needs to be written. Well, you know, this Escape escape from from New York. I mean, come on. This this (laughs) screams of Snake Plissken. Oh, my goodness, it does. And it's about time. We've only had two, Escape from New York and Escape from New York 2. No, L.A. L.A. Escape from L.A. So it's time. It's time for a third one, Escape from Portland. Um, Roger, I even think you and I could help write it. I mean, it pretty much writes itself. When do you think they're going to run a contest like this? Won't be a good time to do this. Man. Halloween? Halloween. Oh, (laughs) man. I like it. (laughs) And there's a $300 cash prize for the first prize in the costume contest on the same day. (laughs) These guys know how to throw an event. Let me tell you. That is awesome. We need to put something together like that for here. We're going to take a break real quick. We'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to America's Web Radio, and this is Locked and Loaded. The disease of addiction is a life-altering challenge, not just for the person suffering its effects, but also for the family and friends who support and love the one caught in its grasp. What should be the course of treatment? Who is the best person to render treatment? And what is the best place to go for the care that is needed? We know that you want answers to these and many more questions. Call 770-696-9862 and speak to a representative of the Atlanta Healing Center. They can tailor a program specifically designed to address the needs of the person suffering with an addiction or give you guidance as to where that help may be found. Information is the key, and the trained staff at EHC is here to assist. If you wish, you can also get more information on the website located at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schertz, every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. and listen to The Doctor's Lounge, where you get a private insight into the conversations that doctors have amongst themselves. Join us Thursday, 8 a.m. every week. Whether cruising the Strip at a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello and welcome back. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening on America's Web Radio. And right before we left for the break, we were talking about Reality Defense Industries with their Escape from Portland event they're going to run on Halloween this year. What a great Halloween event. So, of course, you know, in the first place is going to get a – the first place team will each receive a new Dreadnought Industries AR-15. The second place team each get a pistol. The third place team each receive a first aid kit. Each each individual (laughs) member receives an AR-15? Yes. Man. And the third place team each receive a first aid kit. Because if you came in third place, you're probably not doing too well. Well, right. So you might need that first aid kit. So when are we putting together our team, and what are we going to be called? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That would be very interesting. I don't know. I don't know if they said how much it was. That is an awesome uh, – clearly, we need to take a Halloween trip. Yeah. But, of course – okay. So, of course, it wasn't long before the – 
people, the Portlanders or Portlandias or uh, the, the idiot liberals in Portland, got wind of this competition and decided... They're making a mockery of us peaceful protesters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and what are you going to do about it? <laughs> but somehow this peaceful protest turns into a riot every night for the last 75 no, nights. No, 90 nights. 90 nights. 90 nights. Whatever. It's ridiculous. This peaceful protest has somehow managed to burn down just oh, yeah. about every business. Here's in one of the quotes. Leave it to a bunch of Texas racists to try and insert their microaggressions into our social battle in Portland. Oh. How dare they make a mockery of us. We're putting our lives on the line for freedom up here. Uh, wait till it spreads, because I'm going to... And the guy you. from the end just says, <laughs> says, oh, we almost shot a little whiskey out of our noses at that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it is so much fun to have fun with these anti-American leftists. And of course, and of course this company has people of all races and genders working for them, because, you know, They're, anyone who likes this kind of stuff, they don't care. Anyone who loves this country and appreciates the Second Amendment is going to love that. It's event. more about mindset than it yeah, is race. It always right. has been with yeah. most conservatives. Of course. You know, and even if you don't believe yeah. the same as they believe, that's okay. You can be somebody else. Apparently mm-hmm. with leftist racist rioters, the burn, loot, murder crowd, if you don't believe the same as they believe, they're going to burn, loot, and murder you. Or anti-American fascist you. Well, exactly. <laughs> Look, the, the, only, the only party in this country that tells you that they're, uh, they're compassionate and, and caring and loving of all is the exact opposite. Right. The party, the party that tells you racism is bad uses racism to get their message across. They started the KKK. I mean, they support just, the, BL, the burn, loot, murder burn, crowd. Loot, murders, I mean, the Antifa. They they're doing the same thing they, just years later. Go look up Biden's uh, manifesto. You go look up the Biden-Sander manifesto and tell me it doesn't look and oh, wait, resemble I have the a communist quote. manifesto. I have a quote from Biden. Stand by. All right. And, okay. you know, it's always good to get a quote from Biden. This is from a 1977, so it's old. But Biden said, quote, integrating black students would turn schools into a jungle, mm-hmm. a racial jungle. I don't want my children to grow up in a jungle. <laughs> yeah, that was Biden. <laughs> that the was Democrats. That was your Biden guy. Yes. That was that that was him. Biden, so, you know. who's never been a Republican in his life, so he can't blame the Republican for being racist for making those comments. He made them. And he was coherent back then. He knew what he was saying. And now I've also heard that uh, someone was comparing the Titanic to California. <laughs> They're both well. sinking, only the Titanic had its lights on while it went down. Yes, the California will not have their lights on. <laughs> California's having a little... <laughs> How can they have a power problem in the middle of a p- pandemic oh when nobody's going to work? Look, this would have been the best year, should have been the best year for California since they're holding everybody hostage, but... Uh, then again, they're putting people in their homes, and now they're telling you, 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 you can't leave your home, but you're not going to have power in your home. Right. So you have to I stay mean, there, but you can't have air yeah, conditioning you, or wash your clothes there, or cook food. But you're not going to be able food. to have power. Um, I guarantee you the elitist in California, Pelosi, Newsom, and the rest of those bozos, never will lose power. So what you have to do, basically, is buy a generator that runs on gasoline to power your house <laughs> well, because they can't provide, because their clean energy initiative, and I'm air quoting that, well, not, does not work. I believe just today or yesterday, California in their rush has put a pause on their rush 
to shut down certain uh, think? power plants <laughs> because they were they wanted to be clean. Well, now suddenly they're firing them back up. Well, yeah, because they can't provide what because people in California need, and you can't run industry without you're, power. Your bird killing windmills and your beautiful mirrored planks aren't going to s- create power. enough power to power to run the state. Just not yeah, gonna, it's, it's not going to happen. It, it, if it was enough, they'd maybe be able to power their brains with it, and even that doesn't seem to be working. <laughs> no, no. Some, I think they maybe they've overdone it with solar power, but they're frying their brains. I mean, you know, come on. If brains were gunpowder, these guys wouldn't have enough to blow their nose. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't that the truth? <laughs> but anyway, oh, so well, let's go to Chicago real quick. Let's see what's going let's on there. Let's go to Chicago. You know, apparently Chicago the mayor, has great Lori Lightfoot. <laughs> Uh oh. Yeah, she looks like Beetlejuice, I know. <laughs> I didn't mean that. Yeah, maybe I did. Anyway. <laughs> I would say Beetlejuice three times, but I'm afraid she'll show up. She'll turn up. And I don't want her showing up unless she's got an, a roast beef Italian sandwich because Chicago has the best. Yeah. So there they are, are some known. good things to Chicago. And the hot dogs are okay. It ain't the pizza. No, it ain't the pizza. <laughs> sorry, sorry, you Chicagoans out there. It ain't your pizza, but, but your roast beef sandwiches. Second to none. That's right. Second to none. New York, I think, has the pizza thing locked down pretty good. New York's got pizza down to it. But anyway, so she's diverting hundreds of cops from neighborhoods to downtown to help quell some of the violence or keep control. Oh, except one neighborhood. Mm -hmm. One neighborhood is leaving cops in place. The neighborhood she lives in is maintaining their cops there. She has a hundred cops that she's pulled off duty to police her neighborhood. And when asked, somebody actually had the audacity to ask her. She looked at that reporter and said, well, I have the right to protect me and my wife and my neighborhood with guns. But you, the citizen, you don't have that right. We don't have enough police for you. (laughs) In her mind, you don't have the right. So there is a document, Roger, I seem to remember. And recall. Oh, yeah. There is a document. These guys got together a couple hundred years ago and wrote something. They wrote something and it said something to the effect that all people, not government, but the people, have the right to defend themselves with weapons and guns. Oh, yeah. But in her eyes, you do not. You, the citizen, you do not have the right to defend yourself. Well, the fact that she's pulling the cops from all these other neighborhoods. Now, these neighborhoods probably pay more taxes than people downtown do. No kidding. No, of course they do. And all their taxes are not being used to provide protection for them. 100 cops to protect her. And her neighborhood. 100. And yeah. So she says her, her neighborhood because she thinks it's not going to sound as bad. Right. But um, we all know what that means. But she we know what it means. It's her, her home. Arrogance. Yes. It's good for the. Look, folks, I've said it before. Socialism is not for the socialist, it's for you. And what's good for you isn't, isn't going to be good yeah. for the politician. But the this least. is just another example of elitist. Uh, oh. Priority, pri- what do they call that? Um, who think they're worth privilege. More than you are. Oh God! You want to talk about privilege. privilege? You know, I laugh at the at the thought of this this ridiculous construct of white privilege. That's just BS. You want to talk about privilege? Then we need to talk about political, political privilege. Oh man! I mean, my God! I'm supposed mean, to serve and represent the people of this country. And yet, it's funny because they just broke up one of the biggest pedophile rings in history, and yet the media is completely ghosting on it. Oh, yeah. You can't yeah. you can't get you anything about any names reports. coming out. No. Who was on this island with these inappropriate, yeah. you know, things going on? What happened on? to Me Too? What happened to uh, Believe Her? Yeah. What about Biden what, has what a rape to, charge where yeah. someone actually 
filed a police report yeah. 30 years ago against yep. him. It's still on file. His she, running mate said just a few months ago she believed the accusers of Biden. And now she doesn't believe the accusers. Well, this that just woman, goes to show she'll do this, anything for power. Absolutely, like most Democrats will. That's crazy. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's and ridiculous. if Biden gets elected, um, where did that go yeah. now? Oh. Bite your tongue. If by some crazy oh. chance of postal fraud he gets elected. Well, if it happens, <laughs> it'll be because of postal fraud. He is going to reinstate the assault weapons ban without a sunset this time. He's going to make it more strict. He's going to make it uh, more more all-encompassing. He's going to put a lot more weapons on his, quote-unquote, assault weapons ban. So it's pretty much going to mean anything. And they probably will limit magazines to less than 10 rounds, although I wonder how that's going to turn out. Because just last week in California, they up the Ninth Circuit upheld that's right. Judge Benitez's ruling that said California's magazine ban was illegal. And they have about five days to... Is it from the 30-day mark? Yeah. I think so. They have to file an appeal or is do something. Is it 30 days from, from when the court upheld? Or is I it think from when days? they upheld. Because oh, okay. it was more than 30 days from then the time he more. made the decision okay. Okay. to the time more. they reinforced it. So now they it's, got it started time. the clock again. they got a yeah. few weeks left, though. And if yeah. they don't file anything, it becomes... California opens hey. up to all magazines again. Uh, all magazines will be gone because they're going to all be going <laughs> by boat, by air, and by postal service <laughs> to California. By Pony Express? <laughs> carrier pigeon? <laughs> if it can carry a magazine bag, it can Oh, my God. Yeah, that, I mean, because in one week when they had the, the Freedom Week, it was 1.4 million magazines shipped into the state in one week. One week. Could you imagine if that whole oh, barrier... Now, granted, now, people I, may not be as because I'll know it'll be from there on out. But. Right. But they have to expect that it'll be overturned at some point. So buy yours now. Will it? Now. Well, let's hope not. And, and the more judges Trump's, Trump puts on the bench, the more the Second Amendment will be that's upheld. That's what I think. If it doesn't, so. that's what I wanted. I wanted to get Mark the Shark on the on the line today, but he apparently yeah. was unavailable. Was he in court? I don't know. I didn't hear back from him, but yeah. I wanted him Mark, to let us know. Mark, if you're out there listening, which I know you are unless you're in court, he might be give in court, us a yeah. shout. Because I want to know if a, if a federal judge in a circuit court rules something and it doesn't go to the Supreme Court, they don't appeal it. Does that stand as law of the land, federal law? I think it should. I think or does it will. every state have to it have will, a lawsuit on their own and go to their own district court? It will stand until somebody challenges it for that state. Oh, so other states, be, it won't apply to other I states. I doubt it. Although, but it, it, sets is, precedent. it is precedent, and precedent will rule the day. Huh. Um, there's Sorry, a fancy what? word for that that I can't think of right now. Some lawyer word? It is a fancy word. I bet Mark would know it. And it's, fancy I'm, lawyer I'm legal Latin word. I'm myself that I can't think of it. Uh, it's in the district. But, but it can overlap. Uh, yeah, well, supposedly, I, I, if they appeal it yeah. from here, it has to go to the Supreme Court. Right. But if the Supreme Court doesn't hear it, then I think that stands. Right. Right. Exactly right. They're, it, they're, they're saying that, yeah. that that decision stands. And if somebody challenges it in another state, then they can use precedent from that standing ruling. And that precedent should stand. So I wonder if other states so, will all of a sudden start suing their states to get magazine that, bans repealed everywhere. Now, hey. with all this legal knowledge that you're putting out, do you know where you're sending the bills? 
Sending the bills. Which bills? For your knowledge. Of oh, all right. All and and I, at least $250 an hour. I am not a lawyer, and I don't even play one on the radio or TV. <laughs> That's why we were trying to get Mock the Shark to call in. Yeah, we're just trying. We're spitballing we're here. We're spitballing here, yeah. So. <laughs> hey, I do have a bit of breaking news. Ooh, ooh, some, ding, some ding, news. Ding, breaking news. Apparently, the, uh, <laughs> I said breaking news, not breaking wind. <laughs> Apparently, the uh, all-knowing, all-wise one, Alexandria Ocasio, occasional cortex, Cortez. <laughs> Apparently, she says that the elephant symbol of the GOP should be immediately removed because the elephant is a compassionate animal, and apparently Republicans are not. And what are jackets? So, yeah, what's that donkey thing they got over there? Jack the ass. <laughs> yeah, well, that, oh that, that, that is appropriate so for them. now <laughs> they want to hijack the GOP's signal. So they, they try and hijack some of the verbiage when they're lying to the American people. Right, exactly. Now they want to hijack the elephant. I mean, man. Yeah, but Biden wants to reinstate his... This, now, if you, I don't know if you remember, but he was one of the ones who... Constructed the original the original band, band in 1994. Yeah. 1994, and it was for 10 years. Thank God it had a sunset on yeah. it. Well, the only and, way they got George Bush just said, "Oh no, we're not renewing yeah. that." Then that was probably one of the best things that George Bush did. And he flat out said, "And as president, I'll ban these weapons again." Yeah. Well, come on. He also said he would appoint uh, the fake Hispanic O'Rourke as his guns anti-guns are. And know. then you've got Harris. Who is um, apparently the fake African American? I think I can say yeah, that she's because Indian she's, and uh, she's Indian and Jamaican. Um, she has said she will, by caveat, by some type. I, where she's going to derive this power, I don't know. She has a, she has a phone and a pen. She exactly right. <laughs> she I, thinks I, I would I would it, venture to say in bed. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe so. Because barrel. she did have some power there. But she thinks she's got she's this. good at this, manipulating the barrels. Yes, yeah, she is. So she thinks she's going to have the power to just confiscate and deem your weapon illegal. Has uh, she ever Second even read the Constitution? Uh, clearly not. Have any of these guys even uh, maybe, come on, most Democrats. It doesn't yeah. need to be rewritten. It needs to be reread. Reread. Read what it says. Uh, you know, the, Shall the, uh, not be infringed. The, the United States Constitution is not a living, breathing document. It cannot run away from you. You can read it any time you want. It doesn't eat. It doesn't it sleep. Doesn't it doesn't sleep, breathe. Eat, breathe. None of those things. You can read it. Anytime you want. And the Second Amendment is one of the most clear and concise amendments in the Bill of Rights. If I'm not mistaken, it's also one of the shortest. And shortest. Because Because it's concise (laughs) and to the point. And the founders did this because they knew how government power could corrupt and how they would try and envision and try and change this. It was the... um the colonists just came from a, a monarchy which tried to take their guns away. Exactly. <laughs> so they so went, hey. <laughs> they said, we're going to make sure we're very clear with this. And, and and that's why I say it's one of the most, if not the clearest amendment to the Bill of Rights in the whole Constitution. If you read the Second Amendment, there is no ambiguity. And then if if, just in case, if you are a Democrat and you're a little slow – then you can go read the writings of the Founding Fathers that led to the Second Amendment because there's also no ambiguity there to what they were trying to achieve. Yes. And for those of you who think it only applies to muskets, 
<laughs> then the First Amendment only applies to freedom to of the press. press. Means if it's not pressed out on a hand crank press, press, no internet, no yeah. radio, no TV, no, TV, no electronic none transmission, of yeah. none of that's yeah. covered by the First Amendment. Right. But keep and bear arms is very specific. Very. Specific. Arms or firearms. And no and, restrictions whatsoever. And the founding fathers didn't stop with it is the right of the people, the citizen, to keep and bear arms. They followed with shall not be infringed. There is no ambiguity there. Uh, Let me explain. Shall not be infringed simply means no one has the power to take your right to own a gun away. That's period. Why, that's why I think the ruling in California went the way it did on the magazines because yeah. that's considered because we're getting part, that's arms. Well, any constitutional judge, any non-activist judge who sits and really interprets the Constitution can only rule in favor of those magazines. You would think, yeah. And so. I'm just I'm so looking forward to seeing other states have this come up and have this yeah. eliminated. It would be neat. It would be neat to see. Although we'll make some of my stuff worth a little bit less. <laughs> you know, I'm willing for that to happen. Because selling to those guys is crazy. They all buy that pre-band stuff. Yep, they sure do. Oh, my. But we'll have to see how that turns out. Because I would love to see the whole country open up and get more free again. Because all that stuff started in 90, 1994 with Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. A lot of states just held on to that even after 2004 when the, the federal ban sunset. A lot of these states just put their own restrictions yep. in place right away. Yep. So, but if he gets in, he's going for the guns, and oh, Kamala Harris is going to do the same thing. And and I, I ha- thought he was going for the hair. <laughs> oh well, he well, we might like do that first. The sniffs, yeah, he's going to sniff first. He's always sniffing around somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just oh, it's Joe. crazy. So if if Biden gets gets elected, expect shortages to become even more extreme than they are now. Yeah. I mean, right now, I actually I actually went to a gun show this past weekend. Woohoo! Where was it? It was uh, at the Farmer's Market down in Atlanta. Sweet! So I said, oh, gun show. Let me go check this out. And uh, so I went in there, and I'm looking around expecting to see, you know... Gun? gun there were guns, guns there. They had... Guns the Gun supply guns. was there. Now, the prices were elevated. Oh, I'm sure. Not... Some of them were ridiculously high. Others were somewhat reasonable. Some of them were reasonable prices on awesome. some stuff. Ammo prices were all pretty high. Yeah, well. Even gun, the stuff I used to be able to get, $8, $9 a box, the minimum price I saw on 50 rounds of 9 millimeter was about $27. Wow. For a, one that used to be like 8 or eight 9 bucks, 10 bucks. Yeah, yeah so, it's because they're they're not able to keep up the, with the demand right now. Yeah, ammo prices are extreme right now. But I, under, if, I understand, though, at $27 a box, they do come with a color 8x10 glossy of AOC signed. <laughs> and if you don't like AOC, they'll give you a glossy of, of Biden. <laughs> or Pelosi. Oh, wow. Yeah, shall not be infringed. Yeah, these yeah. are the guys who are going to take this away from you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, that's... It was it was, it was was there, though. There was a bunch of ammo was sold out, but ammo seemed to be the hot property. Because a lot of... I mean, there were people selling guns left and right though. I mean everybody you see these little tables where they sit down and fill out their 4473 forms and every time I walk by any of those tables they all had people sitting at them filling them out so people are buying guns now I don't know how many of these are first time buyers from what I understood, since COVID started, over 2 million first-time gun buyers have come forth and purchased their first weapon. And on that note, 
Five million. Five now. million. And on wow. that note, Roger, I would like as a public service announcement, I would like to welcome all these new leftists and Democrats who are buying these guns, who have a new appreciation for the Second Amendment. Oh, that's right. You had a you know, note about I, that. I you? did have a blurb about that. I don't have it handy. I'm going to find you it. You can find it. Um, I think. It would be a good note to read, uh, a good note to put out there uh, for these newfound Second Amendment lovers, because a lot of these these uh, Democrats and, and liberals that are out there buying these weapons are coming in contact with the laws that they voted for. Oh, this is Colin Noir. Yeah, he said, "Dude, he's he's a he's a." He's an upright dude. Yeah, if you bought a gun in response to the pandemic and rioting, you just proved that protecting the Second Amendment is the most important issue in this election. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Deny it all you want, but when you couldn't rely on the government to protect you, you immediately saw the importance of your Second Amendment rights. Exactly. So without a doubt, these all these Democrats in these blue cities who who uh, their their police are being defunded. The police are nowhere to be found. The riots are being allowed to happen. BLM is out there, burn looting and murdering. Uh, so they turn to the Second Amendment. Right. Wow. It's not just Democrats. These are even Republicans yeah. who never thought, well, right. I don't really need a gun. You well, know, they're jumping into every all these that, people who weren't that strong a supporter. All of a sudden, are going, you know what? Yeah, I need it now more than ever. That's true, but I, I'm a little harder on the Democrats because they're voting no. against guns. <laughs> yeah, the okay. Republicans that don't have guns at least will stand for our right to have them. Right, Most generally them. speaking, they will stand for yeah. the rights. You, you like it, do but it. If you don't I like it, don't do yeah, it. I can't tell you how many Democrats are out there that'll look at me in the face. And and you tell me I don't need my Second Amendment. That we yeah. that one doesn't need to be there. We don't need it anymore. It's archaic. Yeah, yeah. give me a break. Yeah, until you know give what it takes to break. turn a liberal into a conservative is one good mugging. A good mugging. <laughs> you know that there's a saying out there that says most liberals are one mugging away from being a conservative. <laughs> that's right. Or at least being uh, a gun supporter. So, or, yeah, exactly. And I think yeah. that's true. I think it's yeah. true. I mean true, that's true. that's what it takes sometimes. I mean that's what it took the the founding fathers. I mean they had to pretty much get get mugged by the by the king of England. <laughs> exactly. And mugged like, they hey. did. The yes, the colonists. You know it. it they put up with it for as, as, for quite a while. And but then when he said he was going to take their guns, that's when they decided, that, okay, yeah. this has gone too far. Hey, look, uh, even though we have canceling history going on, um, the truth should be told. And Paul Revere didn't go running through the streets or riding through the streets yelling, um, the, deer coming coming. The, deer. <laughs> the deer are coming. The deer are coming. The pheasants are coming. No, no. It was the men with the red coats he and the guns. The British are coming and they're coming for your guns. That is what he said. Yep. So hide them, get them out of there, mm-hmm. move them around, do whatever you have to do because that's have the only, lost that's the only thing between a free person and a slave yeah. is being able to defend your rights. To defend your rights. You know? So, the, yeah. The, the only thing standing between we the people and an oppressive government is we the people can defend ourselves. In fact, in the Constitution in plain English, it is the duty of the American citizen to remove an oppressive government. Right, well, I'm exactly. I'm paraphrasing, that's, well, that's but it's they, in the Constitution. That's why they started the whole country. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. So, they did it by demonstrating how to remove an oppressive government. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're out looking for guns now, you may be a little too late to be able to be picky. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> I saw a lot of stuff out there, and I was kind of surprised. Prices, like I said, they were elevated. They're probably between 25 to 75% higher than normal. Ooh, man. 
But they're out there. So they're if out you, there, though. You can get them if you have If to. you wait till now, you're going to have to pay more well, to exercise your rights. We have some listeners in Florida, actually, that uh, have notified me they're on the hunt for guns. Oh, yeah. So I, I, yeah, wish, everybody I wish them luck. Yes, I mean it's they're out there, but it's just it's and and now at least in Georgia they have started running gun shows again, so they're yeah, out there. that's great. To Almost hear. every week now, from now to the end of the year, is probably going to be some sort of gun show. Oh. And as long as the supply keeps up, and most yeah. local gun shops have a stock. Mm-hmm. I mean, they haven't stopped producing them; they're still coming in on a regular basis. Yeah, so you're still able to get everything. It just takes a little longer. And it might be a little more expensive because they're rushing shipments and charging a little bit more because they can. They have to run extra shifts. And America's Web Radio has a very, very close friend that's in the uh, business, and uh, he'll be. He just bought up another collection of, uh, like, I forget how many, but a ton. And, All right. Uh, uh, if you are interested in buying a weapon, drop me an email, and I'll put. Uh, James in touch with you. GM at americaswebradio.com. GM at americaswebradio.com. That may get and, a response. And on another <laughs> note, yeah, that it will. If you're out there and you're a, a Democrat pacifist uh, anti-gunner and you come across a family member or somebody who wants to dispose of their guns, I have a buyback program. That's right. That that I myself have instituted. Uh, just contact us here at GM at America's Web Radio or Victor at America's Web Radio dot com or Roger at America's Web Radio dot com. You will and get we, coupons for yes. vegan pizza. Right. <laughs> right. We'll throw in that for free. That's right. On, as well as our buyback offer. Will as a, as well as our buyback offer. So um, well, come to buy, us first. We'll buy, uh, uh, my friend will buy collections. If you have like uh, you've inherited a hundred guns from your grandfather or uncle, and and you want to get rid know, of them, yeah, and want to get rid of them, don't know exactly what they're worth, <clears throat> he will appraise them and give yeah. you a very very fair price. Absolutely, and, uh, there too. you go. Because right now, guns are gold. Yes, they are. So I will give you pennies on the dollar, and, and you won't have to wait. That's right. <laughs> you know, I will come and pick them up myself. The last of the big-time spenders. <laughs> yeah, but right now, like I say, if you haven't got one now or you think, oh, now, if, if, you, if you're not panicking right now, but you still would think you'd like to own a gun in the future, I'm going to say wait till after the election. Yeah, if you can wait, if Trump, definitely. If Trump wins, I think the prices will at least stabilize. Yeah, they will. They're going to come around. They're going to stabilize some. There'll still be a big demand. It's going to take them time to fill the pipeline. All right, well, that's all we have for today. I'm Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. And keep in mind that you can always go to our website and listen to... Roger B's show, uh, On Point with Victor, and all of our other great shows and hosts that we have here at America's Web Radio. So, until next time, you're listening to America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.